Hello and welcome back. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell, and this is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. And this show is, we're going to talk about um, using video in your book promotion. Uh, Amy reminded me that a listener actually wrote in and said, hey, can you talk more about how to use video in your book promotion? So Amy, welcome to the show and thank you for this awesome idea. Yes, thank you. I love when we get uh, listener recommendations because it, it's so motivating. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And I want to just mention, this is our new uh, review tip. So I always beg for reviews on iTunes, but I want y'all to do something a little bit different. I want you to, in your review, please, if you review, then I would like for you to mention something from the show that you listen to that you're going to implement in your marketing. And the reason for that is, is because it will also help you to remember to do it. So the act of just writing it down, just even that there's just one takeaway, add it to a review and it'll help you to uh, hopefully get it done, uh, get it done on your own. And, and, and I hope that we have a lot of actionable tips from this podcast so that you can, you know, create some, create some successful marketing. So let's dig in. Amy, I don't need to tell you <laughs> how much I hate video. <laughs> what a great lead in for this, for this episode. <laughs> I just want to say to all of you thinking you have to be on video and you hate it. I feel you. I hate video. Um, and Amy's really, um, you know, encouraged me. I was trying to find a good word. <laughs> encouraged me to put more video out there. Because the thing about video, and Amy mentioned this, has mentioned this to me many, many times. Video really personalizes, like you on video, and we'll talk about different video ideas, but you on video really personalizes your book to your audience, right? Oh, yeah. It's that personal connection is, is huge and just similar to social media. But I, again, not everybody is necessarily feeling like a rock star at social media either, but I 100% return. I'm a return buyer for the authors that I follow closely on social media, who I have a strong connection to just as a person, you know, it's like, what they put out there is very real and very honest and very personable. And I 100% return to those authors and I buy when they release new books just out of, you know, support and respect for what they do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to talk about some video ideas in just a second, but I, first I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, setting and lighting. Obviously natural light is always great, but many of us work in, you know, maybe small office space or if your office is in the basement and you don't have any kind of light, I just got, and I'll put a link in the show notes to this. I just got this fun ring light off of Amazon and I'm always looking, <laughs> I'm always looking for something that is like Botox in a box. So like in, in a ring light to make me look less shadowy and 20 years younger and et cetera, et cetera. So the lighting is really important. The setting is important. Um, I've gotten, but I've, I, I will tell you honestly, I've gotten, um, you know, backdrops and I've gotten stuff off of Amazon and backdrops take up a lot of space, right? But making sure that you have something that is a not too busy 
uh, backdrop is obviously great. So the setting is important. The length of the video is important. I mean, I usually, if, if I'm doing a video, and like I said, we're going to talk about some different things that you can do, but if I'm on video and I'm talking, um, two minutes is long, right? So anything that is under two minutes or even a minute or a minute even better is a good length if you are speaking to your um, readers. And uh, as I said, lighting, um, we talked about setting and lighting. These ring lights are super inexpensive. You can get them and you can really kind of jazz up your space. Some of them even have different colors. And, you know, there are, um, like I've done videos and you can take a look at some of those videos on my Amazon, my how to sell books by the truckload Amazon book page. Cause I have those videos up there, but there is a, um, there's an app with iPhone that is called clips and you can record yourself in different cool background settings. So if you're still struggling with your setting, you can be in a laboratory or you can be in a forest or you, you can be all, it's really, really, really cool. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some ideas, Amy. Um, do you want to run through a couple of them? Yeah, I think some of the easiest to start incorporating, especially if you're new to video is kind of your everyday life. And while that might sound kind of creepy, um, <laughs> it really is. It's one of those things that it, it's already there. It's already what you're doing. It doesn't involve a lot of pre-planning or anything like that. You can really just jump in after maybe tidying up your desk or whatever, but show readers what happens behind the scenes in your workspace, you know, do a quick video at your desk, tell them what you what you drink, maybe what your favorite drink is, what kind of coffee you like to drink, where you like to write. Um, kind of give them a little tour as if they're kind of popping in on you, working on your next book, kind of what goes on while you're writing and creating. And I know that sounds, you know, typically I would assume you're like, well, that's not very interesting, but believe it or not, it is really interesting to readers. That kind of stuff that every day life sort of topics are actually very endearing. And again, it creates that psychological connection that makes people more comfortable spending money, buying your book, becoming a return customer, things like that. Yeah. Well, and I think that, that the video, the personal connection with your reader and showing the behind the scenes, um, readers really love that. And it doesn't have to be long or complicated. And, and in, in some cases, I've known authors just to do unboxing videos. So videos of them unboxing their first box of their brand new book, which is kind of cool. Yes, you know? exactly. It's just a little a snippet of what goes on in your life. And it's, it's so perfect. And yeah, I agree. Less is actually more when it comes to how long you plan to be on video. So while 30 seconds could probably seem like an eternity, especially until you start getting used to it. I mean, people are busy, so it's better to do something interesting for 30 seconds than it is to sit there and try to plan out two or three minutes of something to say and to kill time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You can also do things like you can answer some, you know, reader questions. And um, this is a fun thing to do if you have a super fan. So if you have a, a tribe of readers that's very dedicated to your work and to reviewing your work, you can invite them to submit um, reader questions and answer them on video, which is kind of fun. I think that's um, really fun. And I think you can get inspiration for this from your reviews as well, Penny. 
mm -hmm. either on Amazon or Goodreads. You know, a lot of times thoughtful reviewers will actually bring up something that and it, it's not even doesn't even necessarily have to be anything negative, but they will bring up something that really caught their attention or that made them think a little harder about what was going on or that really stood out to them and use that as inspiration as something to speak to in a video and say, hey, I read somebody reviewed the book recently. I want to thank you, blah, blah, blah. You mentioned this and I really wanted to speak to that because that really stood out to me and kind of give a response to what they put in their review. And you hopefully have lots of content ideas if you start using that as inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you have a, so this is fun to do if your team is virtual or if they're, you know, in your neighborhood is to introduce them. Uh, I think that that's also kind of a fun thing, especially if you've built up a tribe of readers and they really want to know like, you know, more about your cover designer and, you know, the process of creating a book is, is a mystery to most readers. Like they, you know, the bookstore shows up in their bookstore, it shows up on Amazon and the creation of that, you don't have to get, you know, you don't have to spend a ton of time, but even just a quick introduction. Hey, this is my editor. This is my illustrator. This is my, you know, cover designer or, you know, your favorite barista at Starbucks, which obviously has nothing to do with your book creation, but it really is just kind of a fun way to the slice of life kind of thing. Yes, I love that. I, I, again, it's the, that personal connection. And I realize some people are just like shuddering as I say that. Yeah. <laughs> but it really does make a huge difference. And then kind of going back to the reviews, reworking it in a different way. But if you, as you get great reviews, if you get any coverage on blogs or in the media, definitely it's a wonderful networking opportunity to do a quick video and not only do you get a brag about that awesome review or about that coverage, you also get to give a shout out to who represented you, the blogger name, the media outlet, the interview that you did, the interviewer, and you get to kind of create that networking opportunity as well. So you get to give them a little love. Your followers then are introduced to the individual that you're thanking, you get to highlight the fact that you have something to brag about. It's really a win-win situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I completely agree with that. And, and I think that we get a little bit too close to, and Amy is always reminding me because I, I, I know I, I need to do more video, right? Um, she's always reminding me that it's, it's really kind of cool when you can share that piece of yourself that's not too personal, right? But even, you know, when I don't post regular pictures of Cosmo, for example, on Facebook, um, people are always asking, you know, is, is your dog okay? Is your dog okay? So if you have a fur family, right, um, maybe just a, like a quick video introducing your cat or your dog or your horse or whatever it is that you've, you know, that that is part of your extended family. Um, are just these little kind of ways that that readers really love to um, to you know kind of dig into your world. Amy, do you have any sense from what you've seen out there on social how much video? I mean, I know TikTok kind of well, took video to a net. I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> have you ever done a TikTok? Oh goodness, no. Listen, I, now we're gonna have our, an old person moment here. Where we're at. <laughs> Thankfully, we don't get content 
impacted by a lot of uh, up and coming teenage superstar authors because they'd be mortified right now. At our, right. At our, at our lack of coolness. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I've never done it. I've never done it. I mean, I, I think they're really, I see them. I think they're really cool, but I've never done a TikTok video. But there are so many portals for video. And I forget now exactly when you, when you talk about statistics, like how many hours of video that people consume. So if you're, you know, I mean, it's a staggering number. So if you want to share, for example, a new release, or if you want to share some big news or something, um, video is a really, really cool way to do that. Oh yeah. And this, another one, and this is another thing that one, an author that I actually follow on social media is really good about and she doesn't actually get any endorsement money for it or anything like that. She does the whole like hashtag not an ad, letting people know that she has no uh, skin in the game in regards to, but she's really open about recommending things that she likes, like whether it's where she goes to eat locally, products that she uses, things like that. And she shares that on her social media. And I will tell you that it, it's worked out brilliantly for her because she's not only shared part of herself and is making that connection with readers and creating content but she also is now kind of venturing into that becoming a resource you know space as well like people are actually going back and keeping an eye on her profile because she releases videos and recommendations for things that she just loves and people trust her opinion and it's it's really such a smart way for her to go beyond just posting about her books and being an author to really being a brand and a presence that has other things to say and gives people even more reason to follow her consistently. Right, right, exactly. And I think that is, I think that's really smart because what she's done is she's now, she's expanded that out with, um, uh, you know, with, with recommending other products and other books and things like that that she loves. One of the things that we haven't talked about yet is the like how to and training videos. Now we haven't the Amazon videos and this was not, this was an unintentional blog, but we have the Amazon video series, which is, I don't know, 40 or so videos on how to optimize your book on Amazon. So that's a different set of those are like, you know, those are not necessarily like those are videos that we sell access to as a membership. Um, that's not necessarily videos that you would just, you know, put out there for free, although we put, you know, teaser videos and things like that out. But if you have, um, I know, um, when I was living in New York, I knew a, um, an Ace Hardware there and they did a whole, they had a YouTube channel and they did a whole bunch of fun how to videos to use their stuff. Right. So it wasn't about, you know, uh, taking business away from the local plumber or anything like that, but, um, if you want to replace the guts in your toilet, or if you want to, you know what I mean? If you want to just s simple stuff, like your dishwasher is clogged or whatever, then they created a YouTube channel for this, which I thought was so smart because they became a resource. So if you're listening to this and you have something that can be, um, that can be broken down to, into a how-to or a training or just a short thing, create a video series for that. And by all means, if you think you can create, you know, an actual series, maybe put it up on YouTube too. Yeah, that's such a cool idea. And I think that's smart because I think a lot of times when we're, we're talking about all the different opportunities, I think a lot of what we say just naturally probably resonates more with fiction authors just because sure. of the, you know, the creative element of it. But there's so much out there that really does convert for, 
for nonfiction topics as well. Yeah. And some things, you know, I mean, like the Amazon video series that I did, some things just lend themselves better to video because you can do, you know, you can do sort of screen shares and, and that kind of thing. I was talking to another author last week and she works on in Scrivener, which is a big, I need to get into Scrivener. Like I need to figure out how to use it, but she loves it for her book writing. And she's a, she's a, a nonfiction author. And she said she's done videos just showing her process of how she's using Scrivener to give her readers this behind the scenes. Cause it's different than throwing all your words in a word doc, right? Like Scrivener has this whole kind of like mind mapping setup to put together a book. <laughs> it's, it's extremely cool, but it's unfamiliar to most readers. So while the, you know, many of the topics may seem to, uh, you know, automatically kind of gravitate to fiction. There's a lot of nonfiction, because obviously I'm a nonfiction author. There's a lot of nonfiction translation that you can do as well. Um, one of the things that we haven't talked about is book trailers. And I'm kind of a fan of book trailers. I'm a little on the fence on book trailers just because I haven't seen... I mean, I can count probably on one hand in the 20 years I've been in business, how many that I've seen that are really outstanding. Because any book trailers are, I mean, I don't know, you see a lot of them because you're the first, you're a first line of defense when people contact us. <laughs> you're, like, uh, you're a quarterback when people contact us about, you know, um, about getting in touch with us. And you've seen a lot of videos. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think it's definitely, especially when you consider the cost of book trailers and how much that can vary. Um, I think, you know, similar to a lot of audiobook processes, that's just not something that's in everybody's wheelhouse to be able to afford. And so a lot of these more expensive book trailer, you know, options are just kind of off the table. And so I think you have to be really careful when you're going for the less expensive ones or you're going the DIY route that you really, um, you know, I think feedback is really important. Like get feedback from people that it's not your mom or your best friend. Sorry. Unless your best friend is super honest, then definitely ask them. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's, I think you make a really good point, Penny, that it's one of those things. And we've said it before on episodes that you don't want to brag about or draw attention to things that you're not super proud of. And we usually say that a lot about not including, you know, if you've abandoned your Facebook page, don't put your Facebook page link on your website. Don't send people there if you haven't posted in a year and a half. Like you don't want to brag about things that you're not proud of. And I think the book trailer, like that happens with that a lot to where people throw something together because they think they have to, or they think, yes, this is my key to success. This is going to make me stand out, but it's really easy to miss the mark as well. And then you just end up, you know, getting taken down a couple pegs just for, the lack of professionalism in it. Yeah. So I think it's a really, it's a really, you know, delicate dance. And I, I think you're very right that it, it, it's unfortunately, it just is really hard to get a really great book trailer pulled together. Unfortunately, see, you see a lot more that are not so great, which I think unfortunately also has made the excitement of someone saying they have a book trailer you know, it, it's, it's really kind of dampened that a little bit. Cause I'll admit even now if you'll say, well, I've done a book trailer. Like I, I immediately cringe, which is a terrible reaction. <laughs> you know, I immediately think, Oh, I really hope it's good, you know, for their sake, because once I see it, I can't unsee it. And they're waiting for my feedback on it. You know what I mean? That whole process of, 
So I think, yeah, I think you're right. The book trailers are a really awesome element, but I think you need to, more than anything else you do, certainly more than like just selfie videos that you're going to do to connect with your fans. If you're going to do a book trailer, you really have to do it right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I think that it is a, you know, book trailers are, um, they aren't your, they aren't a one and done kind of thing. Like it's not just, okay, I need to do video for my book. I'm going to do a book trailer. You have so many other options now that are really inexpensive, if not entirely free. And so many different ways that you can dress up your video with um, the backdrops. Like I talked about on clips, you can have some, if you have an iPhone, check out clips. It is so fun. I discovered it one day and I sent Amy, unfortunately, much to her chagrin. I sent her like, I don't know, five little mini videos. I'm like, look, Amy, here I am with sharks. And I'm really quite ridiculous. I, I, I just so It was pretty fun though. I was on board. I was like, hey, if it makes you get excited about getting on video, then let's do it. Let's swim with the sharks. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But you know, there are a lot of tools out there to create video. And I think the other thing, and maybe the final thing that we want to leave people with is if you're going to incorporate video into your book marketing, as with anything that you do, make a plan and do it consistently. And I'm not saying you have to do this every day or even every week, but make sure that if video is going to be a part of what you are doing, part of your marketing plan, find ways to incorporate it consistently in your marketing. I mean, would you agree? Oh, I think that's brilliant. Yes. Cause we've definitely touched on some things that would be perfect for at least even, like you said, at minimum a monthly. So whether you answer reader questions monthly or you give people an update on your publishing schedule monthly or something that they can look forward to, you know, once you start getting in the habit of doing that, you will get a lot more engagement when you post the next one. So go, oh, here's their video. You know, they actually start to expect it. And when you follow through, it just takes it through the roof. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I completely agree with that. So I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, we always appreciate, as I mentioned early on, I know I've done the begging for reviews, but I'm going to do it again. We'd love reviews on iTunes or Stitcher or uh, wherever you listen, Audible, wherever you listen to your podcast and show ideas because this video uh, idea came from a listener. So we love show ideas. How to contact us is in the show notes along with some other fun things that we're going to drop in there this time. And we thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.